0: Pulp MX Network Production.
1: It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show, presented by Pro Taper.
2: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast Show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. One more round left in Supercross, and then we are on to the outdoors with a whole new set of prizes and a whole new chance to win. And uh, so we'll, we'll wrap up how we did in uh, Salt Lake City. What what we think's gonna happen in Vegas. Remember it's another shootout for the two fifty class, so much make which makes things interesting. And then uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about our outdoor program, our outdoor prizes at the end of the show, and uh, give you guys an idea of what we got planned. I'll give you a hint. It involves another big green motorcycle. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it. Pro Taper, uh, big parts of the uh, Pulp MX Fantasy site as well as this show. Whether it's Geico Honda, whether it's Rockstar Husky or JGR Suzuki, Pro Taper has got you covered for all your control and drive needs from for today's serious racer to the average weekend warrior, and that includes the new Pro Taper Sport line that came out a little while ago. Please check them out at ProTaper.com. Jason Anderson and Zach Osborne are on the verge of clinching titles, and they use Pro Taper. And that's not a coincidence, everybody. Also, 200 percent goggles. Uh, we love these guys. Uh, guys, 100% their goggles are crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest level of functionality and accurate vision. Uh, the adult goggles offers unique features, fit, and function, but they all carry the same DNA and utilize the same interchangeable lens technology and tear-off system. So one goggle, one lens, one tear-off. No uh, issues there. And uh, the folks at 100%, if you go to ride 100 percentcom they've done a good thing. Pulp 18 is the code to save 25% on all casual wear and accessories. Uh, ride 100 percentcom Well, you want to save on casual wear and accessories, go to Pulp, use code Pulp 18. Anything on that website for casual wear and accessories, you can save by being a Pulp Fantasy podcast listener. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. Let's get on to uh, the guys online, talk about how we did in Salt Lake, how we're going to do in Vegas, and everything else. First up, from Fly Racing, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT?
0: Not too much. It's a a somber Wednesday. Um, I'm going to need a miracle, Steve. I'm going to be honest with you. My whole sole goal, that's three rhyming words in a row, is to chase you down. I have basically put it at the top of my life priorities above, really, well, hygiene, uh, work. sleep, Everything. is yeah. yeah. to chase you down in moto fantasy. And I think I'm going to come up short. Well,
2: uh, you... Uh, I think it's going to come up short. Foxborough did me in. You gave it a good run, pat you on the head, rub your hair, send you along. You did good job, little guy. And, uh, well,
0: you know... now you're, it's on. Now you're going to come at me like you're, you're, you're uh, superior or you're, you know, you're, pay, you're patronizing me.
2: How, how patronizing. will you pay me the $50? One $50 bill? How, uh, I'm going to put $50
0: worth of pennies into a knapsack and beat you with
2: it. <laughs> hey, look, you know what, JT? Just like Carmichael said, the whole race season counts. You've got to build up that lead early on, which is what I did. Your early races really cost you. And uh, sure, you put on a good run lately, but you know it's only fifty-three points, Steve. Just just chill out a little bit. <laughs> you just admitted you're going to lose to me. So.
0: Well, uh, I, I am not confident in it, but right. The more you you know, the more you talk right now, the more I'm willing to pay marks off, or I'm willing to to go to drastic measures. Why don't to make sure you can't even pick a team?
2: Why don't you just do you know all 16s across the board first lap leaders. For this weekend, that's that's the oh, strategy, going, right?
0: You don't don't you worry about yeah, that. I that is... I am formulating a plan. There is a dry erase board yes. in my office. Right. Uh, there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes.
2: Right. Exactly. Uh, also on the line from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I uh, just looking at these 188 points I scored for last week. Yeah. No, that's not in, that's not in one class. That's yep. not a good week that's for you, box. Dan. Not a good week. Uh-oh. Um, no, I went with a different different strategy. Different strategy, <laughs> Well, <laughs> The strategy involved first-lap leaders, I'm guessing.
1: Yep, and it involved a guy that everybody knew not to pick. Okay, let's we'll get, get into
2: first. that. Hold on a second. From ProTaper, com, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you?
3: Yeah, what's up, Steve? Um, I think uh, I think JT, JT right now on the show should roll this into a double or nothing for outdoors. Right
2: now. Mm. Oh, I'm all in. No problem. I'll just take my 50. That's what I mean. I'll just take my 50. Steve's Steve, Steve scared. Oh, that's Steve okay. Scared. I'll take my 50. And, uh, and yeah, you know, uh, we'll, we'll go along. Hey, um, first up, uh, like I said, one more round remaining. And uh, so there's lots of, lots of things going on. Uh, individual leagues, your, your championships are up for grabs maybe. Uh, we have a championship league where we are giving out a, a 2018 KX250F. And I have to say – uh, BM312, he has a nice lead on this thing. He has, uh, 2066, he has like 68 points on TWAG113. I like this guy's chances to take home a KX250F, huh, Paul?
3: Yeah, his chances might be better than, than Plessinger, Anderson, yeah. and Osborne. Yep. And, and good for him. I can't wait to... Uh... Get our! I can't wait to have the first bike winner of yeah. the pole from X Fantasy Site and get this guy connected with a Kawasaki dealership in his area, so he can go pick up his yeah. 18KX250F.
2: No, I hope we didn't jinx him. I hope he doesn't blow this, but he's been in the lead. <laughs> I guess Mark said he's been in the lead all year long. This guy. So his better average better than Anderson. Better yeah, than Anderson. His, his average score is 257. That's wow. good. That's really good. Um, so uh, good job for, for BM312. You're on the verge. I'm going
0: to need his email to get in contact with him uh, for my picks this
2: weekend. <laughs> right, right. Uh, if that was you guys, though, how safe would you be playing it, right? Like you're just like, hey, I need eight guys in the main. Right, JT? Like just, yeah, just eight guys. And... Oh, I,
0: I'm, I refuse to talk strategy with you right now about this weekend, <laughs> knowing what's on the
2: line. Great. It would be a great podcast. Thank you. Oh, uh, I, all right, I, there let's, be he some... might. A bit of smoke and mirrors. Let's go into how we did in Salt Lake, and uh, and like I said, we'll touch on prizes for the outdoors. I think we've got them basically finalized. Uh, congratulations to all of you guys who who have won this year. Prizes have been going out weekly, uh, including some real cool jerseys. Uh, Dan, who's the jersey this week? Do you know?
1: That's uh, Antonio Caroli signed Panther jersey. Wow, um, that's sweet. Caroli's uh yeah, he's uh, he's second in the championship. So you looking at these points real quick? If if there wouldn't have been a drop round, BM312 actually would not be winning, which is pretty crazy to look at. So, uh his worst race was a 161. Yeah. And uh the guy the guys in second and third uh worst round was a 200 score of 200. So they were pretty solid um every weekend. Their their score their drop round was higher. So, um there won't be a drop round in outdoors for everybody that's that is listening. There will not be a drop round.
2: Good so. point. Good point. Yeah. Um all right. So, I got 261. In uh in Salt Lake, uh, JT, what'd you get? 270. 270? Dan? 188. Yeah, you said that. That's right. Sorry. And Paul, what'd you get?
3: I got 236 with the six guys I had in the main.
2: <laughs> you guys are you guys are awesome. You're so depressed. You so live your life through this thing. It's it's great. It's fantastic. You're just crushed when these things happen. Uh, all right, let's get into this. Um so I uh high score was 312. Pretty good job on that. Okay, I so, needed a
0: 312. Uh,
2: 250 class. Um, let's go into it. Hold on one second. Okay, so 250 class had some real good picks. And some real guys that uh, qualified really well, as we'll get into, that crushed some people. Um, Michael Lieb and Dakota Alex, D- Dylan Merriam, and Costello all got, scored 52. So nice job for those guys. Uh, I'll get into Dakota Alex with JT in a little bit here. Um, but uh, that's really good for those guys. Uh, a lot of and The next gap, the next guy was 38. So big gap between the second best guy, which was Blake Wharton, was 38, and then those four guys. Uh, fortunately for me, I had Michael Lieb, 52 points. I had Dylan Merriam, uh, 52 points. I was very upset at Dylan for Seattle. He really screwed me there. I thought, though, that uh, perhaps it was more his bike than him. So I went with Dylan Merriam on the Cycle Trader team, 52 points. Uh, also went with Jess Pettis, Team Canada, 34 points. He pulled off in the heat race, and I was like, with that starting gate position, this is not good for the LCQ. This is not good at all for the LCQ. Uh, thank you, Jess Pettis, for winning it. Though he got, he got it. He picked the inside gate, snuck around, rode really well. Uh, but I, I did not think Jess Pettis was getting in at all. So that's 34 points. And then my uh, all-star was AC, 26 points. Uh, he was a three. I went bet- back and forth between him and McElrath because McElrath was a four, and I decided it was AC's time. And uh, well, McElrath did better, but they both scored th- 26 points. Uh, pick trend for that class. AC was 66 percent. Blake Wharton was 64. And I stayed away from Blake Wharton. Uh, just, I don't know, I just kind of thought, you know, I um, wasn't too sure. He ended up, uh, he crashed early in the main, and then he tore his ACL at some point. So it wasn't a great race for, for Blake that way, but he still scored 38. Uh, Pettis and Lieb were next on pick trend, 45 and 44. I had those guys. So I had three of the top four most popular uh, picks for the race. And uh, for a 450 class, I had Josh Hill. He was a 13 he just needed to get in the main event. He had to go to the LCQ. Uh, scores were much tighter in this class. He had scored 42, and was the top scorer. Josh Hill was the next guy. Was 38. Christian Craig, then 38. Kyle Cunningham. Uh, Polatelli. I went with Polatelli. I just the guys in the main event, and and he doesn't always do really well in the main events. But we had A. Ray blew the tranny. Uh, Anderson was out. Got him late. <laughs> Uh, there was a lot of things going on with the 450 class. Uh, so Politelli actually finished 18th. He beat beat, beat some guys, uh, which doesn't always happen. But I went Politelli, 38. Bloss was next, 36. Champion was next. Uh, but for me, unfortunately, uh, I went with uh, uh, Dean Wilson was uh, my all-star, and he pulled in mechanics area early, and that was not good. Dean Wilson pulled in, and uh, he only got 17 points. He was fighting back from uh, way back for that, so he was my all-star pick, and my fourth guy. Uh, oh, that's it. That's right. I only had three. Uh, my fourth guy was uh, who was my fourth guy, Jake Weimer. Jake Weimer, yes, lead thank
3: pipe you. Lock of the week,
2: yes, Paul. Your lead pipe <laughs> lock of the <laughs> week was it. Jake Weimer. Uh, so I, I had hit you Wymer. with a lead pipe, Paul. Yeah, I would like. We would all like to hit you with a lead pipe, Paul. So
3: I, I'm sure you guys and lots of listeners, I'm sure, want to.
2: Um, So anyway, so that was Weimer. So I had seven out of eight in there. And uh, all right, Paul, the floor is yours. Explain.
3: All right, well, let's first get the 250 class out of the way. I had three great ones in that one. Um, Let's talk about the guy that didn't make it, and that was Austin. Is that his first name, Austin Howell?
2: No, Chris Howell. Chris Howell.
3: Jacob Howell? Chris Howell. (laughs) Chris Howell, Howell, Um, retired.
2: Somehow I think you should know the guy's uh, first name if you're picking him. That's just me, though.
3: Sorry, sorry. Um, So I did end up picking him and and – Reason being, like, I really am sending it right now. Like, I'm 33 points out of the money in our money league, so I got to go for it. And um, I remember sitting in the press box telling JT, do not pick Hal ever. Don't pick him. And this guy picks him. This guy on the phone over here. <laughs> I pick him. And um, well, he, he Well He qualified so well.
2: He qualified well. Is he what. Qualified-
3: 16th, yeah, yeah, 16th, and he was far superior in the whoops than most of the people that he's racing around, I think, and there was two of them, two whoop sections, so I was like, okay, it's got to happen. He was in there in the heat, I think, and he crashed, or no, he cased the triple, and then went and hung out in the mechanics area for a while, just to make sure he still had his same, that his twig and berries weren't too purple, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then in the LCQ, I think he was in, like, second, and did he crash by himself, I, I or in the turn, I don't know, but he didn't make it, so... I screwed the pooch on that one. Um uh my other two guys, uh non-all-star picks were Merriam and Lieb, so I maxed out there with 52 apiece. stoked there. I guess I I guess I should have looked at Alex like JT did, but um I wanted to save him for Vegas cuz he's a good starter and then I went uh Joey Savazzi for my all-star and, and maxed out there. So uh yeah, how how no good there. I really I do believe though that he was he was a good pick. I mean, I he really should have been in the main event and and
2: um how- he just, Howell, I I know Chris, I know Chris, I follow him a little bit, Uh, he's a good dude, he's had a tough year, he's generally a pretty good main event guy, he burned me earlier this year, I was just like, nope, not gonna do it, I saw that qualifying time, and I wish he was in, because like I said, he's a good dude, but man, a lot of things happen to Chris Howell out there, so I just, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and then and I I went for it and I you know I skipped on Wharton on purpose. I guess I was looking at Wharton a lot instead of Howell. Mm-hmm. But sixty four percent of the game picked Wharton. Yeah, and I was like, hey, if something goes wrong there, then I'm going to be stuck there. So I'm going to go the other way. I tried to you know zig when other people are zagging, but it didn't work. So um, and then we go to four fifty. I went Josh Hill. I went Austin Politelli, uh Forty two and. 38. There, my all-star was Eli Tomac, and then yeah, my lead pipe lock of the week was Jake Weimer, and I picked him. So for everyone thinking that I'm, you know, saying to pick somebody and I pick somebody else, I picked him. Um, Steve was Steve was hounding me all day for information. I walked over to the truck once. Jake was asleep. And I did actually end up getting to talk to Jake before the night show. And and we rarely talk about racing. We talk about just whatever. But we happened to talk about racing this time because Steve had been pestering me so much. Because he qualified 24th. He
2: qualified 24th. And I was, like, really worried. I'm like, wow, 24th.
3: And, see, I wasn't. I wasn't super worried about the qualifying time because he hasn't qualified good all year. And and um, but I again I talked to him. And I said, "Hey, like I need you to get in the main event and just ride all the laps." And he said, "Yeah, I'm." Gonna, I'm and he said, "I'm going to try to get a start and go for it." And and uh, clearly in the heat race, um, he realized that he was not ready to be out there racing and he didn't feel safe out there racing. So he rode really bad um, and uh, decided not to line up for the LCQ. So. I apologize to all the listeners. I still, um, I mean, but when you look at the people that make the main events and the names and just the skill that Jake has, I still thought it was an okay, okay pick. Oh, yeah. But um, we might be at a crossroads here in Jake's career. So that was my team.
2: Yeah, probably not racing Vegas, I would take it. I don't think so. Right. Um, yep, it, uh, Yeah. It, it, it's amazing that uh, the heat race, those guys passed them. You're like, holy smokes. Anyways, uh, all right, Dan. Go ahead. Yep, had some real winners for that 188 score. I had uh, McElrath the lead
1: lap one. He led the last lap, so I feel like I should get some points for that, but I didn't. <laughs> um, I did have Marion. Marion was on my team all day. Um, yeah. I thought that he was a good pick. I think we all did. I also went with Jeff Um just because I thought he would be in the main event. I was very nervous in the heat race. Right? Uh, he yeah. pulled off the first lap, and he's done that uh, numerous times this year. Which is kind of strange, but I didn't get to see the LCQ, but I did see he made the main, so that was good. Uh, my all-star was AC, um, so I think I had the same three you had there. And on my last one, I was with Paul when he told JT to not pick Hal, uh-huh. um, and I also picked Hal. So uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know why. What is wrong with you guys? I, thought,
1: I thought Dakota Alex was the best pick of the day. Uh, I even picked them in some of the other things I do with my friends, fantasy wise, and. I thought he was a, a lock, like, at a seven. He's a good starter. The track was pretty basic. And, um, yeah, I don't know why I didn't pick the code Alex, but uh, that's my own fault. I went away from lead just because um, the Oakland thing scared me, where yeah. it looked like he fell over for no reason. And uh, he'd only made one main event all year. So um, that was kind of my own my own fault. He had 45% pick trend, so I was like, I'll just. Kind of go elsewhere, and uh, kind of surprised. Marion was only nineteen percent pick trend. We all had him, but uh, yeah. not 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 everybody else apparently. So, uh, and then four fifty, I picked um, I picked Marvin the lead lap one, and uh, he was second, so no points there. Um, I actually thought about picking Baggett. I went back and forth, and then I was like, ah, maybe I'll just go with Marvin. So um, that was all again, fifteen points minus fifteen there, and then I had the same as Paul did. I had Josh Hill, Paul Telly, and um I had Blake Baggett as an all star so you could get twenty six. So and I had picked yeah. Weimer. I really thought Weimer would make the main event. So I mean I, I, I
2: still don't think that's a bad pick. I wonder um, what Weimer's pick trend was. That's probably pretty high, I would guess.
1: Um Yeah, maybe uh, maybe we'll add that to the uh we'll add everybody on the list. You uh, um the so you
2: can see so that. So you had one eighty eight, but you gave away thirty.
1: I gave away thirty. I mean all in all, I had two bad picks. I had How yeah. and Weimer and uh, you know, obviously first lap leaders. But my guys were good. I was never going to pick. I was never going to pick Champion. I just there's no. too much on the edge there for me. And on the 250 side, I picked three good guys. If How How gets in, I still think he's a good pick. Then it's you know I I was debating between How, Alex, and Lead, and you know I just went the wrong way.
2: Yeah, it uh, points weren't that high in 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 450s. We had Hill with 42. Then we had a lot of 38s and thirty six, thirty fours. 34s, you know? It's one of those weekends. Like Van Buskirk was a handicap 12, got nineteenth, only got 32 points, you know?
1: Yeah. like if, yeah, it, It's it's definitely look, harder. So, and, the, and uh... I Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Paul. I, I was just saying I agree with what you said earlier when you were kind of joking with JT. Earlier in the season, the points matter a lot, just kind of the strategy, because we're all swinging for the fences now because we're so far back, you know, yeah. where – you could have easily picked guys like Craig and Benny Bloss and, and Barsha and had a pretty good weekend, you know? Yeah. What I
2: mean? Oh for sure. Yeah. No, it was it was a weekend to play safe and, and do well. For sure. And you know, for me, like playing safe was Weimer. Like I'm just like, ah, come on. Like that's that's a safe pick. He's in. And he burned us all, but I would have I would pick it again. I would do it again. Um Pettis Pettis and Leib felt to me like my biggest stretches. You know, I was like, Oh Leib, he's hot and cold. Certainly he should be in the main, but it's been been rough for him. Um JT, so uh, go ahead. What'd you have, man? You know, this has really gone a little rough <clears throat> for me.
0: Uh, I thought for sure that Jess Pettis was gonna gonna help me out and not get into the main event, which would have really cut into the year points lead. But he did. Very I hear about if it.
2: If it helps at all, I was pooping my pants. I'm like, he's out. There's no chance. There's he's gonna have the outside gate. You know, it, 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 yeah, no way. Ashley pulled it off. Yep. So it is what it is. <clears throat>
0: uh, my team, I had Shane McElrath. Uh, he was a handicapped four to me. He's a top five guy. Of all the top five guy all day long. Uh, he had a bad Indy, which really set him back in his title hopes. Um, if you take Indy out of the equation, he's right in the mix here. So I knew, you know, most times he's going to be top five and I'm going to get 26 points. He happened to win the race. So made life easy. Uh, I had to code Alex and I was iffy on Dakota. Um, You know, the big thing is that class is just like every other class right now. It's injury riddled and it's not super deep. So I knew with him being a good starter, he'd get in the main event. He, He typically does that without big problems. Um, and then he, I talked to him after practice, which that helps, you know, uh, Dan is, is really good about that. getting inside info, um, which just takes work, but I talked to him and he felt really good. And, and normally he's kind of indifferent after practice, but he really seemed upbeat. His dad was, was enthused with the way he was riding in practice. So I was like, all right, with a seven, um, even if that means he gets like 12, that's still a, a really solid pick, but uh, he went out, and put his best ride into the year. Uh, You know, seventh place is 52 points. Yeah, I, points, I so. would
2: have picked Hill and, and Chiz to beat him. Maybe Mel Ross beating him. You know what I mean? If you, Mitchell Harrison, I feel, is, is you know, 50-50. Uh, beat I can't him.
0: pick Harrison, man. He crashes every time he goes out there.
2: Yeah, you, you're just going to get the good Mitchell or bad Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, good job. So, anyway,
0: that. yeah, I got lucky. I didn't expect 52 points out of him, but um, that helped for sure. Not enough help, but it helped. Um, I picked Blake Wharton, and Wharton was killing it. He went up. He had passed Chisholm. He was into eighth place uh, at one point, and that would have been 52 points. And I needed it. I needed it badly. Um, then he made some mistakes. Um, this was actually after he crashed that he got back into eighth place. And then you were saying he tore his ACL? Yeah. Okay. Well, he kept going. I was wondering what was wrong. I thought he was just tired. But he kept going, rode around very slowly. Uh, I will say it was, you know, he was actually rolling every single loop. But uh, it was good enough to hold on and get 38 points uh, for 11th place. So, yeah, it could have been worse. But those 14 points he had um, that I lost – certainly would help right now uh my final pick um was michael lieb and i was obviously super nervous about that as anyone who picks michael lieb should be yeah um but he got he got 52 points you know wasn't fantastic he crashed on the first lap and but he rode solid and i knew he was fit so if he didn't hurt himself or his bike didn't break i knew he would go the whole time Uh, which is exactly kind of what happened. So 14th place, I needed 15th or better. Um, I'll take it, 52 points. So my 250 class was pretty decent. I felt good about it. Um, I'd only picked up four points on you after the 250, which I was hoping for a lot more um, with my team being so strong. But you did a great job as well, so it didn't happen.
2: What about Merriam?
0: Well, yeah, I I really honestly didn't have Merriam on my radar. I knew he would probably make the main, but with his Seattle troubles and he's not, he's not a main event mainstay, you know, like he's just, he's still kind of figuring this main event thing out. And I can't really risk that right now. If, if I don't get guys in the main event, I have no chance. So same thing with Jess Pettis. He was a little bit too risky for me. Um, but I mean, he was solid. He, he did his job. He got in, you know, pretty easily. Um, so yeah, that was just a miss on my part. Um, I should have I mean, picked
2: him. I, I feel like Merriam is way safer than Lieb. In my eyes, don't you, Paul, do well, you, you agree? Well, I tell you with Weeb, I'm probably
0: a little delusional, but I've seen Weeb qualify so many times in so yeah. many main events, and he's been racing the class for so long that I feel like when he doesn't qualify, it's almost like, come on, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're easily yeah. good enough to be in every main event. So whether that's right or wrong, that's kind of how I've always looked at it, where Miriam's still young, and if they don't qualify, they just kind of shrug their shoulders and like it. You just chalk it up to still learning. So I don't know. That obviously wasn't the correct analysis of this weekend, but that's what was going through my head on Saturday. All right, four for these. So four fifty. Uh, I picked Marvin. Um, I felt like if Eli didn't kill him, he was going to get twenty six points. Uh, and I, you know, for for somebody to take somebody out, there has to be so many things that go right. Like they they can't get a bad start, or if they get the whole shot, you know, like it's one or the other. They either have to get a decent start and also close enough to Marvin and also behind Marvin and then also be able to catch Marvin and then Marvin not also move out of the way so I'm like eh the odds of him taking him out this weekend are pretty low in the main event so I, I risked it I took it um, and he got 26 points so that was easy uh, Justin Barsha uh, I just like the way he looked in practice he looked really confident um, he looked aggressive, and I knew the way that class was. If he doesn't crash, he's for sure getting top six or seven. He's just too good not to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But, but he, his he,
2: uh, I looked at him too. But his ceiling was probably thirty forty points, right? Like that. But that's fine. You'll take it. Like you obviously did that. But um, I don't think he was going to get top three, right? But right. So then his ceiling. Right. Was yeah, I was his, looking at
0: low thirties as right. being... You know, what I was probably going to get. I ended up getting 34. Um, I was hoping to get, I was hoping he was going to get third or fourth, which I felt like he was very capable of on that day, um, it, which he ended up fifth. I'll, I'll take that. But uh, 34 points, certainly not terrible. You know, you're wanting those 40 point plus scores, which I just didn't think there were many of, and, and that's kind of how it played out too. Um, but with Barsha, man, I know he's not a quitter, and he's, you know, he's he's on the comeback trail right now. So he's trying to get results, and he knows he knows where the field is too, and he knows he should be in that top five or six. So, with all those things going, I just felt like it was a safe thirty-plus point score that I needed to put on the board. Um, Josh Hill, I picked, and man, was he tired. Um, he held in for a sixteenth place. But it was a battle and we were kinda of texting each other about this about who was more tired between Hill or Politelli. And I mean they were literally just kinda of circulating the track. There was no race racing going on, you know, was the only... <laughs> they were watching racing and it was coming around to lap them, but they certainly weren't doing it. Uh but either way, forty two points, I'll take it. You know, I he obviously knows he's nowhere fit. He made mention of that in every interview he did over the weekend that he's just not fit at all right now, so um, to get 42 out of him, I'll take it, especially after having to go to the LCQ. Uh, and then I was in the, you know, I was in the Jake Weimer Vortex too. So I watched, actually watched him in practice pretty closely. So I had a bit of an advantage over, you know, most of the the players at home and I knew better. Um, he looked terrible. He just didn't look comfortable at all. He looked like he shouldn't be racing yet was my honest assessment of it, but I just you know, and I talked to Paul and Paul's like, Well, he never got a lap in and when he was saying that I was kinda like, Yeah, but he never looked like he really he Why did he get a lap. lap in? Like he just <laughs> didn't look like he had a lap in him. And it's in my own fault. I shouldn't have I should have stayed away, but I just looked at the experience level and the way the field was and I'm like, Man, if guys like Raper and, you know, that level of guy is getting in week after week, Weimer's for sure gotta be able to find a way. He's just so smart of a racer and, and crafty that he's gonna find a way into it. Um, but it just wasn't meant to be. He just You could just see he wasn't yep. meant to be racing yet, and uh, unfortunately, cost all of us.
2: All right, uh, 100% and ride100percent.com. Uh, Save uh, using the code PULP18 uh, as well as protaper.com. Thanks to those guys as well, and Kawasaki too. Thanks to Cali for uh, coming on board. And I guess this is as good a time as ever. So we've determined for outdoors, 12 rounds, we are giving away a 2019 KX250F. We got another bike. Do another bike. And it's uh, fantastic. Thanks to the guys at Kawasaki and Team Green and all those people that uh, help us out. We've given away, we're going to give away two bikes, uh, one KX450F for, or, for a random draw. Giving away a 250 to that dude, most likely, real soon. And then for outdoors, the grand prize is another 250F, this time a, a 19 250F. So, uh, yeah, thanks to those guys as well. Good times. for Let the good times roll with Kawasaki. Um, all right, let's go into uh, what we think is going to happen this weekend. Uh, Las Vegas, the final round, shootout time. Um, so it, things are a little different. Uh, so the East, uh, the West Coast guys are blacked out. Uh, your last East Coast guys that you picked are a, you're able to pick them. Uh, just your Salt Lake guys are uh, are grayed out for you, so you cannot pick those. And again, with the shootout deal, lots of things can change. Lots of things can happen. So take an eye on practice. To, uh, look at what's going on what who's doing well it's a it's a hard pack track and uh let's get rolling and also too only the top four are all-stars now it's top four in the east top four in the west are all-stars we've done this before um tch, 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 tch. so here we go all-star wise let's start with you jt um who do you like for vegas for for 250 class
0: as we know, the shootout is uh it's a whole different ball game, right? so this is our second shootout of this year um, so we we should be a little more prepared than we typically are but man you you really have to think about these shootouts more than you do a normal race in my opinion. Um, you have to examine both sides you're going to have their own qualifying, so we know the East Coast is incredibly depleted and weak right now. And that that sucks to say these guys are probably like, F you, you know, but it it is. Like, the the field is just beat down to nothing right now. So your East Coast guys, I think, have a better chance or an easier easier path to getting into this main event. When you look at the West Coast guys, uh, I mean, the top five or five guys at least, even maybe six, are incredibly good. I mean, like, the battle between... Joey, Plessinger, Cinturillo, McElrath, and Sexton is a war at the front. So that's five guys that are just like, "Yep, forget about them. I'm not. You know, if you're a middling privateer, you're not beating those guys." So that only leaves a few spots to sneak into this main event. Yeah. Um, so I would, uh, I would highly suggest uh, if you're leaning towards, you know, if you're if you can't decide between two guys, go on the East Coast side.
2: Don't you? Um, I- for all stars, stay away from the championship guys, right? Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I for me, if you're going um if you're gonna go with your all star guys, I'm going I would go something like Cincerillo or McElrath or j Mart. One of the guys that one of the guys have been riding really well. Mm-hmm. They typically do good at uh do well in Vegas and they're gonna be going for the win. The other guys are just gonna be they're gonna be counting points the whole main event. And for them to get eighth place, that may look great for them, but it sucks for you. So just keep that in mind. Uh championship guys are typically Not going to be concerned with a great result in Vegas. Uh, So, having said that, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with uh, Censorillo as my all-star. The track is super easy, and I don't know how many of you have looked at the track map yet, but it's a joke. It's um, one of the most simple. Uh, track layouts I've ever seen, and we don't know how they'll build the whoops. That could be the one variable, but the rest of it is just wide open and super easy. So with Cincero getting good starts, and I, he's won this race, you know, he won this race last year, I just like his chances. So Cincero is my pick there. Uh, the rest of it, I'm I'm still a little bit in the air on some of this stuff because I want to kind of look on paper after uh, time qualifying and make some smart decisions. But in my personal situation, I'm going to have to swing for the fences. So I'm going to have to go big handicaps, whether that makes a lot of sense or not. Uh, Because like I said, my only goal is to really catch Steve. And if I don't make up 53 points, it kind of doesn't matter. So I'm going to be high handicaps, which may end up biting me, but in the end it Kind of doesn't matter. So yeah,
2: it's a good point. You're right. Your picks necessarily, yeah. but uh, Paul, what do you like? What do you like? Two fifty class.
3: Well, I, I liked all the things JT touched on because this this you know this uh, weekend it's going to require a lot more work if you want to be successful. So what I suggest people to do is is look at each um, heat race lineup and and kind of decide what you know of that lineup like who do you think is going to go directly into the main event? And I think just for talking sake on this pod, I think there's nine guys that we can agree on on the West that will go directly into the main event. But on the East, I could probably, I think there's only about six to seven that we would agree would go straight in. So, um, obviously you have to, guys, have, to have guys in the main event score points. So, um, I'm kind of like going through and looking, okay, so, you know, on the East, Osborne's going to make it in. Martin's going in. Rensland's going in. Cantrell is going in. Jordan Smith, Moseman, And Kyle Peters, I think those guys are for sure going in. And when you look at their handicaps, Cantrell's a 9. So if I can have a 9 in the main event, I think that's pretty solid. But then after that, if you look, um, for instance, there's Lorenzo LaCruccio. He's a 16. I think he has a shot of making the main event. Maybe he can get those last two spots or he'll have to go to the LCQ, which will be even scarier. But um, I think that's a high handicap guy I would look at. Um, also, maybe Nick Gaines on the East at a fourteen is a possible guy that can go in, but he's probably going to have to go there through the LCQ. Um, but then you have to think about who you're facing in the LCQ. So on the West Coast, you know, you have Justin Hill, Kyle Chisholm, Joey Savacci, Everybody Messenger. What was up
2: with Hill at all in Salt Lake? Anybody? He had, hurt he had a hurt foot.
1: He had he cased the he cased the triple in practice, and uh, his foot was pretty swollen and, and hurt pretty bad. Okay. Sorry, Paul.
3: So, um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, McElrath, I think he's straight in. I think Mitchell Harrison is straight in. Um, Chase Sexton, Nicoletti, and Cincerillo. So, that's, I think that's nine. So, if you're looking at a guy like Hayden Melross at a 12, he might have to come through the LCQ, or he meets yeah. Mitchell Harrison in the qualifier or something. Very, you know, this is just very, if-
2: very scared for Chisholm, Melross and Harrison on <laughs> the West. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's going to be tough, and I mean, but then you know, there's some p- picks on the west that can get in, like Melros at a twelve and Dakota Alex at a thirteen. I yeah. think they can get in, maybe through a good start in the heat race, or maybe through the LCQ. So, so those are who I'm looking at. I'm looking at Melros, Alex, um, Cantrell, Lucchio, or Mosman at an eleven. I think those are the. That's that's where I'm looking right now.
2: Lacurtio, huh? How, how do you feel about that, JT? I mean, we know I the don't... east is weak, but.
3: Yeah, I don't hate
0: it, but, man, if you look at Lorenzo, he's, he's has a tendency to crash every once in a while. And for me, I know I have to have four guys in. Um, I don't know. It, it's a little bit too risky for me, but I, I'm in this weird spot where I have to get four guys in, but I also have to have them all pay off big. So I don't know how you do that. Uh, so I can't really hate on it. It's just if, he, wasn't, he wasn't really on my radar either.
2: If you want safe picks – Dan, tell me what you think if you want safe picks, because shootouts are scary, as we know uh yeah lot, lot if of, I'm the leader if it, I'm the leader, he needs to pick safe right Resland, so uh, Resland, Hartraft, cantrell
1: yeah i Six, I think eight, nine. sexton is a, i think sexton is a no brainer I, I don't know how you can not pick chase sexton uh,
2: I guess he's not he's an all star never really thought yeah he's not an all star he's a what is he he's a he's a three handicap and he's not an all
1: star yeah uh, I, I mean i I think that Chase Sexton has to be on your team. Um, he podiumed. I know we said that at the last uh, shootout. Oh, he was, and, uh, he was our guy.
2: He was our guy. He He was our
1: guy, and he, he <laughs> DNF. I still think it was a great pick that weekend. I think it's a great pick this weekend. Uh, he's coming off his best finish of the year. Um, for me, Chase Sexton is a safe pick. You know he's going to be in the main event. You know, and you gotta assume he's gonna be top 13. So I agree with what the guy said on the <clears throat> staying away from the championship leaders. I think that you pick a guy like Michael Rath, who has nothing to lose, coming off a of victory. Um, AC, who's won there before, like BT said, he won last year. I think you pick one of those two guys, and, and you're fine. I think that they get one of them gets top three, um, and then the other ones. I like Michael. I like Mosman at 11. Um, he's been been top 10 the last few races and uh, he didn't make the last shootout so i know i'm kind of picking. thing i had an indie yep. so it is something to think about he crashed in the first turn both times but uh the east is is depleted and um and i like him at an 11 uh, and for me my last guy that i think is a little bit of a stretch but is dakota alex coming off a good finish and he is such a good starter and, and like he said this is the easiest track uh, at least on paper we've seen in, in years maybe ever so um for me, I like Dakota Alex at a thirteen, but there are safer picks. I think Cantrell's a great pick. Uh, I just don't want to go too many too many guys from one coast because they're all in that one heat race, so I try to split it up uh half and half
2: all right, Dakota Alex, huh? yeah, I mean yeah, you guys got a point you did really well this weekend, and uh maybe i'll maybe I'll pick him and uh j t. cant and uh he'll he'll push me to victory. I don't know,
3: I think uh, that's smart
2: um to thirteen though jeez. Um, yeah, yeah, Chase Sexton's really good. You're right, Dan. I I missed that one. Out of three? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you gotta figure. He's a top ten guy. Um, all right. Uh, Harrison, or not Harrison, uh, Moseman scares me. I don't know about you guys. He scares me a little bit for shootouts. He's been a little inconsistent this year. Uh, what about Williamson? What about Jacob Williamson? On the East, consistently been a really good fantasy guy. He's a twelve. How are we doing, with Jason? He
3: could go right in. Yeah, i I think that's a I think that's a good pick. I mean, there's another guy on the East that could go right in, possibly. Right. Is uh, Josh Osby? He's yep. a nine. Um Or mm. Brandon Hartraft? He's an eight. Um. But yeah, like I said earlier, I'm gonna, I think those aren't the guys that are guaranteed. And and you can't forget Thomas Ramet, number two hundred six. He's a he's an eleven. I think he would he should belong in the main event, right? So this is going to be tricky, man. Um, it's going to be tough. You're going to have to. You're gonna to have to have a horseshoe up your ass a little bit to do good this weekend. I
2: think. <laughs> I, uh, I like the East theory though. Just stick with East guys. Just East 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 high handicap East guys. You know. Um, I don't know. JT, what do you think? About just that that strategy.
0: Yeah, I don't know that you can just go East. Uh, I think examining the the qualifying and the heat race lineups are is going to be really really important mm-hmm. because you're just going to have to. Assume, which is always dangerous, but assume who's going to get in, who's going to get out, and then make decisions based on that. Um, I, I think you're just going to have to count the numbers in each side, each who, coast.
2: Okay, so if Osborne and Plessinger are going to just try to wrap this thing up and, and just make sure they're good, who can win this thing? AC, J-Mart, right? J-Mart. Um, who, who can win McElrath, this? McElrath. McElrath think, outright, yeah.
3: Tavachi. I think J-Mart very badly would like to have both shootout trophies on his mantle. Very badly
2: cause some of us can't pick a c some of us went last weekend he did win yeah, his i just, last year. I just
3: yeah. yeah, I just think because he won i mean
1: math's good though I mean he passed both the cali guys last week, yep, and I think that i think a c wants the win though he hasn't gotten the win all year, you know he he won this one last year, so um, if I had to bet, i bet on uh i bet on a c all
2: right um okay, let's move it let's move to four fifties here anything else on on two fifties anybody else want to say anything? Nope. Okay.
3: I I think I think JT brings up a good point with the easy track. And if and if you're on the fence, look at the top top nine and in that are going to the to the, you know the, the heat race lineup. Those mm-hmm. are obviously the nine fastest from practice. Pick one of those nine, or pick all your team in that nine. Because if the track's that easy, then it, that sh- you know that should translate yeah. to them finishing around the same spot.
2: Yeah, no, not a bad idea. First lap leaders, obviously, Dan. We're not going to include you in this conversation, but Paul and JT. Is there? This is a long track. Um, any any reason yeah. to pick first lap leaders outside of the uh, outside of our regular rules?
3: Well, you touched you touched on it, and and again, JT brought up the track map thing, so I pulled it up. You have to go the entire track to get to the to the finish line. Mm-hmm. So that's not just picking a good starter. That's picking like someone that's going to get a good start and execute the entire first lap so i think even more so i'm staying away this weekend
2: yeah jt what do you think even more so or would you lean uh,
3: i'm gonna to have to send it i have to go for it so
2: okay what uh, about, what i'll about,
0: be i'll be all in <laughs> i don't know who i'm gonna pick yet but i don't there's nothing to lose for me if i lose by to you by 200 or if i lose to you by four it's the same thing
2: uh all right uh 450s uh pulpamexfantasy.com Outdoors are coming up, everybody. We're gonna get our prizes here. Paul's gonna tell you guys our prizes coming up real shortly. What you can win. Uh, you can sign up for just outdoors. If you missed Supercross, you didn't pay. Say you didn't pay for Supercross, and then you realize what a bitch inside it is and what a bitching game it is. Uh, then now you can pay for outdoors, and uh, we'll tell you how in a second. But uh, Vegas four fifties. All right, this thing's winding down here. Christian Craig and Barsha negative two. Uh, do we have anybody coming in that we know of? Anybody did I miss any additions or anything, guys? That I could, Uh
0: Enignap's coming back. Yes. But I don't know how he's gonna I don't know how that's gonna go. Right.
1: But he's gonna he's gonna make a go at it.
2: Right. Uh Enignap's coming back. So that's that's uh, something good to know. His wrist is uh, the in the two th- fifty
1: sorry, in the two fifty class we might have some arena cross guys show up. Yeah. Um, there's a few en- there's a few entered, I think. Depending on how the championship goes, maybe Blow shows up. I, I doubt it, but um yeah, so just keep an eye on practice. I'm not even sure what he I guess blows yeah. with the east. Seeing so how Arena Cross is
2: going, I expect both of them to show up with slings on On Saturday. <laughs> the way <laughs> things, things are going with those with those two guys. It just might be, you know, uh tough. Alright, okay, so Alex Ray had a bad uh Salt Lake City, so he's back to a twelve. Do we like Alex Ray at all?
3: I do. He did blow a tranny.
2: He did blow a tranny. He's okay from that, though.
3: But so you're saying there's a new one in there now. Yeah. You're saying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, Henry Miller is a 10? Shouldn't Henry Miller be worse, like- worse than Alex Ray? Right? No. Miller beat him this man. weekend. Or- Miller didn't make the main. Well, yeah. No,
3: he did not make the main.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just looking at these anti-guys. I'm like, wait. He, he might
1: have he 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 still beat Ray. <laughs> <laughs> he might have uh, still beat Ray. I, I did. like Malcolm Stewart has, Malcolm at of three. I like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, he had a bad uh, a bad Salt Lake. I did hear one rider say that he got, uh, in his social media post, he got 20, uh, 28th overall because he was uh, thir- <laughs> or, uh, fifth in the uh, – sorry, it would be 28th. Yeah, he got fifth in the LCQ. So he got 28th <laughs> yeah. overall. That's an interesting way of putting it. Raper, right? I don't know who it was. It's just it's somebody. I'm like, huh. <laughs> That's interesting. I never really put that I never really heard that before. Um Okay, so uh Mookie's a 3. Yeah. Uh not not a bad deal. Mookie rides this stuff pretty well as well. Uh Cunningham is good in Vegas, everybody. Cunningham is good in Vegas and he's a 6. He,
1: did. he got fourth there one year.
2: Yeah. That, that was, you know, it's 10 years ago, but still. Um It <laughs> was in the 450 uh, class. I
1: remember. Yeah. No,
2: he's a, yeah. He, he he so he's a 6. So uh that's something to k- keep an eye on anyways. <laughs>
1: The bear, the bear is a one. I like it. He's good in Vegas. He won a two fifty race here, mm-hmm. and I like it.
2: He's been coming around too a little bit, like as far as results yeah. wise and feeling better. So uh, the whoops, the,
1: a good long set of whoops. He's getting the whoops. I, I like the bear at a one.
2: Paul, what what sticks up for you, Paul?
3: You know, not not an awful lot. I'm actually looking at the LCQ from Salt Lake City because typically, if you don't make the main, your handicap changes in your favor a bit. So. Um, Henry Miller, I guess, is somebody I'll, I'll look at. I have no clue about Entignap, but I'm gonna have to look at him. So that's I'm gonna be on you, Steve. Like you were on me about Weimar. I'm gonna be on you about Entignap because he's a 14, and I took Hill last weekend, and uh, so I can't take him. So um i guess he's a high handicapped guy but yeah man i don't see a ton right now um do you guys have any info on nick schmidt why was he so bad in salt lake he's a 13 i feel like he would be good at vegas but the problem is you know he's getting 22nd in the main so maybe i i shouldn't even go there so
2: <laughs> any nick schmidt info at all he crashed
0: on the start of the lcq so that didn't- yeah I-
1: yeah i think that he had the speed to get in i think he had uh you know he had a couple issues with with first turn and crashes and stuff but i would look at him just the only problem with nick is that um we he's only raced two this year um just because of his injury and stuff i don't know what kind of value you're going to get out of him in the main event i think you would be better off with picking um
2: you know, a, a guy like Malcolm at a four or three, in my opinion. I would, I would, Paul, uh, you can check with me, Paul, but I am not picking a seven-deuce-deuce. Deuce. Love the guy. You know, his collarbone broke. Uh, did he ride this week? He probably rode maybe once or who knows. But I feel like he's just showing up to show up. You know what I mean? I, I would stay away from seven-deuce-deuce. Deuce, but I I could be proven wrong hard uh, of a champion, hard of a line, but I would stay away. Uh, Dan, what about Chad Reed ending this season in Vegas? He's very good there last year. He's been, of course, he's won there before. He's a two. He's on the factory edition machine.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he, I think he gets double points, but again, maybe like last week though, not a lot of high scores. Maybe, yeah. maybe the high scores this week are 38, 38, 42 like that. But I think Chad could be inside the top 10 this week. He, he crashed uh, both last the last two rounds and was still inside the top twelve both uh-huh. rounds. Yep. So crashing in the start and then crashing on lap two. So I think that if you just want a safe pick, he's going to be in the main event and he could get top twelve. Then then yeah, and, you know if you're protecting your lead, if you're trying to swing for the fences like JT is, I don't think JT can pick him because I don't think he's going to get you know
2: yeah. max point. But so, he's he'll get just, you thirty.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. if you if you want to pick an all star like Tomac and and Chad Reed, Malcolm Stewart and, and have this safe team that's gonna get eight guys in the main and and a good amount of points, if that's what you need then that works for you. For you think sure. Chad's a lock to get thirty? I would I would say no.
2: Uh, no, I'm not not a lock. No. No. Oh. But okay.
0: that's what I thought that's what you just said. Well
2: I said I think he's I, mean, I not, think I think he's gonna get you thirty. I'm not lead pipe locking this thing, and we'll we'll get your lead yeah. pipe locks here in a second, but um I'm not lead pipe locking it, but that that's a I like Chad to get eight. I think he gets, right? I think think he gets, he gets eight
0: points. point he hasn't got eight really I want, once this year. I mean it, that's I'm not saying he can't, obviously, but I it's it's not a guarantee, that's for sure. It would be one of his best one of his best finishes of the year, if not best. Yeah,
1: I think uh I think if you're Whatever tenth gets you these days in the new points system, I think that uh, you know I think that's where
2: he's at. So I think he's eight, nine, ten. So, so. JT or Dan, Mookie or Chad? I take
1: Mookie.
2: He's got, a big, he's got a bigger hand, he's yeah.
0: got a bigger handicap. Yeah, I, I mean I think Mookie's ceiling's higher, and you're getting an extra two point two spots out of him. I think Mookie's you're very likely to see a crash out of Mookie, and, and you know you could get. Eight points for him for the for the total night, but uh, I you've got to take risks. It's the last race, uh, I just think Mookie has a chance to go out there and get you know sixth or something, which would be sure. a big score.
2: Okay, um, Paul, anything else you want to add? Dakota Tetter, good at this race.
3: Yeah, man, it's 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 really tough. I'm really studying it more now and looking at it, and and it's hard. I, I like what you said about Cunningham at a six. Um, I think I like Subaross at a six also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the guy, for the people that passed on Politelli, uh, he's now only an 11, but I think he could be in the main event again. But he's only an 11, so that's tough. Um, I think my high flyer, my my high handicap guy that I would look at the most, that has the best chance to get in, that in relation has a high handicap, would be AJ Cantzaro at a 13. I think he'd mm-hmm. get in, and he's a 13. So, yeah. Um, if you want me to give you four, I'd go Cunningham, Suberos, Canazzaro, and then my all star, I'll go Blake Baggett
2: yeah the uh, the thing with Cunningham is he rides this dirt well he did well last weekend in Salt Lake, you know, so I just yeah i would I like him for for Vegas but um a six isn't isn't awesome because he did so well in Salt Lake you know it's definitely when you look at his handy and when you look at his past handicaps now Henry Miller is a ten and he's been riding a Yamaha so I'd stay away from Henry Miller I don't know what's going on I guess he's riding Yamaha outdoors or something so
1: I, I did hear uh, after the race last weekend that there is going to be an announcement at riders meeting for riders going around the loop section. Um, they're going to come up with something, possibly a black flag. So that could affect your fantasy uh, team because uh, a lot of those guys, high handicaps, don't ride the loops for some reason at the end of races.
2: It, did, so. w- did we see any in Salt Lake or no? It was kind of tough. Oh,
1: right? yeah. Oh, everywhere. oh I, I got yeah, every lap, uh, Dakota Cutter would just go through the turn and then just hop off the track, go down the loops. He was actually faster. If you timed it, he was actually faster <laughs> than Chad because Chad was so bad in him. Uh, and better just didn't even go through him every lap. I so,
2: was thinking it would be uh, harder to do at Salt Lake, but I guess not. Sure. Yeah, that is that is actually disgusting that guys are doing that. Like, seriously. Yep.
1: Well, the, the, Husky, the Husky guys were bringing it up in, in the tower because – uh, two of the guys going around the whoops champion and, uh, and Tedder were actually ahead of Anderson for, you know, yeah. 90% of the race. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, listen, uh, this, they're not even riding the obstacles. How is this, how is this okay? <laughs> no, And uh, but it's been like that for years.
2: <laughs> they haven't done anything for years.
1: I don't, I, yeah. Well, I anyway. think it got addressed after, after it was just so blatant. I mean, they were literally just going through the turn. It wasn't like they were just trying to get out of the way. They
2: were, they could be all by themselves go through yeah. the turn down the straightaway back on the track it was, un- it was incredible so it's good to it's know incredible. that Dan. it's good to know that that you know some guys might may they may we may see a black flag so yeah. uh, I, I mean i
1: mean in my opinion if you don't do the obstacles oh, then, then but, that's
2: it. but well, uh, <laughs> but as jt will vouch for this has been going on for years and nothing gets done yeah. it's it's phenomenal it, you just watch it and you're just like how is this okay <laughs> it's like you're not you're not racing you're not racing anymore you're now taking a break and riding on the outside yeah. the track like, like
0: you should be immediately disqualified you immediately come to track
2: immediately yes immediately yeah 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 um 100%. oh boy um so we'll 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 see what they say uh it was. It was for sure talked about
1: after the race, because Anderson did end up passing everyone that cut the, cut the whoops, yeah. so I don't think it really affected the way the race went, but doesn't it, it very well could have, and uh, I think it was addressed at least, so okay, what if that was that
2: really affect the championship kind of thing? Yeah. So. That doesn't matter to me, yeah, should always be that way. Uh, Protaper.com, Ride100percent.com, Kawasaki all on board with this podcast. Uh, thank you for um, for those guys, thank you for supporting those guys. Like I said, Pulp18 at Ride100percent.com, uh, and now it's time for the ride 100 percent lead pipe lock of the week. Let's throw it to Paul so he can redeem himself for leading us astray last I week.
3: Thought, I didn't think you'd give me the opportunity to give you a lead pipe, so I, I don't even want to do it for four fifty. I'll go do it in two fifty because I obviously failed miserably.
2: I have I have so one for four fifty so okay. Go ahead.
3: Okay. So in two fifty um my lead pipe I'm gonna go Sean Cantrell at a nine. I think he can get tenth.
2: Yeah. I like that. JT. Yeah, he's yeah. been he's been a
0: little hit and miss, but his ceiling's high. I mean, he can yep. easily get you 52 points. That's for damn sure. Yep.
2: Dan, you like
1: that? I do like it, but I'm going to stick on the sexton train. I'm going to go with sexton my loss of the week.
2: So. All right. My 100% goggles lead pipe block of the week, 450 class, Alex Ray. Alex, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good pick, that. and he he's not going to pull off. He's not going to ride around the whoops, you know. So it's his last race of the year. He somehow he thinks he's doing outdoors, but he has no bikes and no plan. But he says he's doing outdoors. Um, so this is most likely the last race of the of the year for him. Alex Ray will go out with a bang. So hopefully, no blown trannies yeah, either.
3: A bang. That's doesn't carry <laughs> part. It is Vegas he goes Just out with know. a bang a lot.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Fifty two for a-, a Ray this week. Maybe not. Maybe not 52. No yeah, way. Not fifty-two. <laughs> all right. That's that's. A, I'm 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 excited. But that's my lead pipe block of the week. Alex, right, everybody. Uh, all right. Hey, Paul. So we finalized our prizes for outdoors. Uh, we there may be an addition here or there, just seeing how we do. But uh, what do we got?
3: Yeah, so we're pretty much done. We um, we will take maybe some more and go a little bit deeper in the weekly if we can make it work. But um, weekly prizes, we're going back top seven So um, for outdoors, which is already an improvement from Supercross. So uh, the interest is there. So we thank everybody for that, and that's awesome. We're still going to be doing rider jerseys for the winter. Um, there will be a Michelin set of uh, Starcross 5 tires, a uh, set of 100% racecraft goggles. That's their top-of-the-line $75 goggle. Um, New to the weekly prizes is uh, we're going to give away um, N-Style pre-printed backgrounds for any motorcycle that you ride. So, uh, you know, the the weekly stuff will vary. So say you get fifth one week and it's the N-Style backgrounds, we're just going to connect you with them and they'll print you up whatever you need. Um, We're going to do a BTO gift card. Uh, There'll be a pro taper prize, whether it's a clutch perch or a set of tie downs or an hour meter. Um, There's also going to be a Maxima oil kit and a Maxima filter kit. So actually, I'm sorry, we're going back eight um so yeah more weekly prizes um which is cool so so please sign up uh sign up you know pay your pay your 19.99 before the outdoors so you can be eligible for these but if you don't want to commit to the whole season you can sign up weekly as well so if there's a you know if we announce a rider jersey that you really are jonesing for it's going to be three dollars to play it pay play for a weekend and you can try to win uh the rider's jersey and you're going to have availability to every single rider because you wouldn't have played the week before so you'll have no blackouts so if you want to try to time in and swoop some prizes. You can try to do that as well. So, um, and then overall, Steve said we're doing another KX250F. It'll be a 2019 this time um, for outdoors because the 19s will be out. Uh, we're doing a two-day Dirt Dreams vacation package that I think is structured around the Monster Cup. So it's a uh, one-day mountain biking, one-day uh, riding uh, dirt bikes, um, a fly head-to-toe gear package. So that's boots, helmet, um, jersey, pants, gloves, the whole deal. Uh, one-week training camp at MTF. Uh, which is very valuable, and you get to ride on some really good dirt with good instructors um, and uh, a lot of cool tracks. That's down in um, Cairo, Georgia. Uh, Zools is back giving us a three-piece luggage kit again, so that's another overall prize. Um, there's a $1,000 value Athena Get um, prize package, so um, spend spend your $1,000 however you want with, with Athena, and they have you know big bore kits and ECUs and CDI boxes and hour meters and lots of good stuff. Um, a race tech full suspension setup. so again if you have whatever bike you have and you need a, a full service full revalve, send your stuff to racetech. Uh, a pit posse um, trailer and toolkit so you can outfit your trailer with a bunch of uh, cool products that they make. There's a pro Taper drive package so that's a front rear and chain, a front rear sprocket, front and rear sprocket and a chain. Um, a year supply red Bull so it's 12 cases of red Bull and then a um, two more prizes. There's a Nfab truck steps will also be there and also an n-style complete custom bike kit so a full graphics kit um how whatever you want including seat cover and hub decals and name decals and the whole 9 yards so we'll get all this posted up on the site the week before hangtown and you'll see the exact places that correspond with the prizes but um yeah it's going good and we're going to try to keep adding more so uh, we're really trying to make sh- make make uh, pulpamx fantasy really the only the only choice uh, when you want to play online fantasy with all your friends.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Three motorcycles. We're still doing the uh, random draw for the uh, 2019 KX450F as well. So uh, you're, anybody's eligible to win that if you pay. So uh, you don't have to be the king of fantasy like myself. You can just uh, just win it that way. Um, all right. Anything else, boys? Mm,
0: I don't know, man. I need a big weekend. <laughs>
2: What are we overall? I, I'm throwing this at you in the last minute. What are we overall right now? Um, I got a guy on Twitter who said, uh, you know, he doesn't listen to the show or he listens to the show, but he beats all of us. And I'm like, yeah, great job. Great job, buddy. Uh, I don't know what's Fantastic. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm a 849 overall. I, I'm
2: 595. I'm
3: 282. I'm what are you, Paul? 123.
2: 123. Almost a top 99 number, bro. I really come on strong. I was well, 3,000. Yeah, yeah, touch on that. Over 3,000 so at one point. a couple emails
3: about that. In order to get your top 99 number, you have to play outdoors, too. So even if I was eligible for this, I'm not in the championship league, but uh, 123 wouldn't get it done. You need to be top 99 um, after we combine both Supercross and Motocross points.
0: What's your total points, and also Paul? How far am area? I
3: back from you to be, be close to 100? What's Again. your total points, Paul? Oh, tur- total points is um, 36.93 for me.
2: God, it's close, 30. man.
0: I'm about 200 points back.
2: It's super close. I'm 35.25, you know? Like, it's yeah, yeah it doesn't take much. Uh, Paul, are you eligible for a top 99 number? I guess you are, right? That's nothing. I mean, that's we can't no, stop that. No, 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 I'm not. No, oh, you're not? You
3: have, to, you have to play the championship league. You have to play the championship league to be eligible, and I, I didn't sign up for that because, you know, I'm, I'm affiliated yeah. here. So I just play in our – our industry idiots cash league and and dan do you want to talk about that or are we doing that for outdoors as well
1: yeah we're going to do the industry idiots for for outdoors uh we know the supercross one we have a it went way bigger than we thought we had 166 paid players um it's a hundred dollars it's a friends league it's 100 percent payback we do a triple crown um i'll send out an email we're going to do a, a fantasy wrap-up show and we'll talk a little bit more about it um so yeah we, we had a little bit of issues with people getting in that didn't pay and things like that so it took me and mark's uh, about a month to sort everybody out but uh it's good you know it, it's fun it's weekly we send a weekly email with a spreadsheet and and uh you know some jokes back and forth so if you want to enter that you can uh message us on twitter um and, and uh, we'll get you entered for that
2: and the winner takes on what uh three four grand
1: yeah I think it's four thousand this year yeah. we pay back uh pay back the top ten uh, weekly we pay the top uh top five weekly. It's a hundred dollars per week to win yeah. seventy five for second uh fifty for third twenty five and fifteen so um yeah I mean even guys like paul uh who you know he may be in a hundred and twenty third but he's maybe made two hundred dollars this year just because you know he had a good week here or there yeah. so uh its it's good it's fun i it, a lot of good people are playing it now uh if you look at the championship results. Four of the top ten guys are are the top four in our our league, so it's uh, it's you know it's competitive.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Think about taking home like four grand for for you know winning fantasy. That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, the trip the triple crown we did was seven hundred and fifty just for those three rounds. Yeah. So uh, seven fifty five hundred per second. So uh, it's fun. It gives you something else to look forward to. All
2: right, so you can email email you or contact you
1: uh, to get yeah in on that for email me or. Write me on write me on Twitter. It's it's fine, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna set it all up. It won't get set up, and don't panic, everybody. It won't get set up so we at Fort Hancock. So yep, perfect. It's all done. It's all it's all done through League Safe. So the money's all held. And it's not through like PayPal or anything like that. It's all it's all done
2: legit. It's not through Gambler Dan's hands. <laughs> no, the money can't be touched <laughs> until the end of the series. And that's really oh, so I fun. know. I was waiting forever for my fifty bucks for Southwick. Oh, trust me, I waited. You're six
1: you, ninety nine. Oh, the, get... the sad news, anybody, yeah. anybody that was hoping to beat Steve six ninety nine, it's going to be hard. It's yeah. going to be
2: hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Pulpmax Fantasy. Please join the outdoors. Sign up, uh, pay to play, and uh, win some real cool prizes. Weekly prizes. We're going back down deeper and, and outdoors, of course. And the overall prizes are there too for the outdoors. Uh, Dan Truman, uh, Paul Perbinos, Jason Thomas. Thanks, boys, and good luck.
0: See you guys. I'll see you.